our Heavenly Father. Please fill this space and wherever the listeners are with your Holy Spirit and open up their ears to hear your message and let my words be your words in Jesus' name. I am human and prone to error. Please help me if any of my flesh gets in the way of your message because my heart's desire is only to share what you have placed on my heart. Guide me with the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. I felt God spoke to me in my morning prayer and said to tell this to you for this episode. The Lord Jesus is here with you and among you and wants you to repent for your sins. He is in each and every one of you and sees all you do and wants you to repent for your sins and draw closer to him as the kingdom of God is at hand and he will be coming to take all those who belong to him. Jesus Christ of Nazareth saith unto you, I am here, I am in you and with you and all around you. Take what I have given you and spread my love through the nations. Use your gifts, my people, as the kingdom of God is at hand and the Lord wants his people to unite and love all of humanity. Love those that persecute you and pray for them, my people. Soon I will come in the flesh and take all you who belong to me. That is the end of his message for this episode. The Lord Jesus is here. He dwells in each and every one of us who believe in him through the Holy Spirit, as it states in the Bible in 1 Corinthians 6.19. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. In Romans 8.11 in the Bible it states, And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you. The Lord wants us to stay united and love all of humanity. In the Bible, in 1 Corinthians 1.10, it states, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought the Lord Jesus Christ will one day come in the flesh, as the Bible states in Acts 1, 10-11. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven, 
will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. I have multiple friends who have been hurt by the church and hence have left not only the church but have put aside God as well. Proudly, they proclaim that they are atheists. Some believe in energy. I know some of their fears and their pain. They have some valid concerns. They state religion divides people, and in their hearts they want peace and unity. They love people a lot and do not want to cause any strife or division. They are righteous people but have been disappointed by the church and what they see some religious leaders doing. I know that we, as the church, try our best to be Christ-like, but I also know that we hear disappointing, ungodly things happen in some churches as well. There are some churches that show a lot of love and stay united in Christ and show love to the world. They do many good works for people, although that is not required for salvation. It is a great way to show and spread the love of Jesus Christ to the people in the world. What those churches are doing is wonderful. There are those churches, however, that have some leaders that are striving to do better with human efforts and not really following the leading of the Lord to love others. Some in the church behave in an ungodly manner, and their behaviors are not Christ-like. This is hypocrisy, as they preach one thing and do another, which drives many away from the church. I have one friend who was actually thrown out of the Catholic Church because she said she did not believe in Jesus as Lord. She is so hungry for God's love, but feels that it's over for her. I love the church that I go to right now because they refer to their church visitors as spiritually convinced versus spiritually unconvinced and welcome everyone. Recently, my friend for the first time proudly proclaimed that she is Catholic, although she was removed from the Catholic Church. She does not believe in Jesus as Lord, but Jesus is after her heart. I know that Jesus wants her to be saved. I love her and pray for her. What I have realized lately in myself is that as a human, it is hard for me to love as Christ did. And that is why I need to make sure to put on the full armor of God daily and stay in tune with the Holy Spirit. For me, only then can I be able to love as Jesus did. It is easy to love those who love us, but can you love those who persecute you and those who have hurt you very deeply? In the Bible, in Matthew 5.44, it states, But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. In Matthew 5.11-12, it states, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, 
for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. It's easier to love and pray for those who persecute us. When we hear this passage from Matthew 5, the passage states that we are blessed when people persecute us. The passage says to rejoice because our reward is great in heaven. It helps when we remember we are not alone in this. Jesus is here with us and in us. The only way it is possible to truly love others the way Jesus loved us, I realize, is through staying in tune with the leading of the Holy Spirit as he dwells within us. Do you remember that the Lord is here and he is in you, with you, and all around you? What do you do and how do you react if someone is mean to you based on remembering that the Lord is here? I'm not talking about the type of mean where they cuss at you. I'm talking about people who know you so deeply so they know what buttons to push. And they say something that hits you straight in the heart. Do you lose your temper and shout at them? Do you hurt them back? I'm sure that if we are honest with ourselves, we have all done this at one time or another in our lives. I know I have. As I grow in my faith journey with the Lord, however, I am learning to remember that He is here and He is in me, with me, and all around me, and to be patient instead and turn to Him in prayer and turn to the Bible for help. I choose to worship Him instead at times of hurt feelings and ask Him to help me to forgive that person. Instead, I pray for them. Am I perfect at doing this? Of course not. I am getting better at it as time goes on, however, as I stay with the Lord and watch for His teaching through repentance, reading the Bible, worshiping the Lord, and prayer and listening prayer. I am seeing a lot of the Lord's work unfold as He is here with us. One of the things I have seen is the emergence of movies such as After Death. Over the last few weekends, I went to watch After Death in theaters with multiple different people. Since I am a pharmacist, one of the main things that stood out to me from the movie was the scientific evidence presented of people that had these outer body experiences describing their own surgical procedures. In addition, the new study that has placed EEGs to measure brain waves in a person's brain after they were clinically dead stood out to me as well. This EEG experiment happened with sheer coincidence, but the findings were astounding. They found areas of the brain having activity. Areas of brain that recollect memories and other areas as well. Physicians are now trying to come up with a better definition of when one is declared dead. This study was not pre-planned, but came to pass as a result of the patient having seizures at the time of their cardiac arrest. The seizures prompted the doctors to hook up an EEG machine to his brain, and after he went into cardiac arrest, 
doctors saw these EEG readings. Here is a passage from the article from Neurology Advisor, written by Goldberg in 2022. Continuous electroencephalography, EEG, recordings revealed the human brain may be capable of generating coordinated activity during the transition period to death. Even after the suppression of neuronal activity in both hemispheres following cardiac arrest, according to research published recently in Frontiers in Aging Neuroscience. I feel the Lord is speaking to many through these near-death experiences, and we need to listen to these messages. The majority of people have experienced pure holy love after death and feeling more alive after death. In the Bible, it states in 1 Corinthians 1550-54, I declare to you, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. I believe that as believers in Jesus, we must follow the highest commandments, which is to love our God and to love others as He has loved us. In the world currently, there are many different types of people and many different political views. The Lord wants us to love everyone. I wonder sometimes if He has created so many different types of people to teach us how to love and obey Him so that we can all become children of our Father in Heaven. One thing that stood out to me about the movie After Death was that one of the men that had a near-death experience met Jesus and asked him many questions, and the Lord had answered one of his questions about what the Lord wants him to do when he returns to earth. The Lord told him to love his wife. When the patient replied, What good is that going to do? The Lord told him, It will change the world, because she will in turn love others, and so forth and this will change the world. When the patient hesitated, the Lord said, It is God's plan for earth. Let's all make it a priority to remember that the Lord is here, and that He is in us and with us and all around us. Let's stay in tune with the Holy Spirit and use the love we feel from the Lord to spread it to the world and stay united in Christ so we can obey the commandments our Father in Heaven has given us and hence fulfill God's plan. Let's remember the highest commandments of loving our God above all else and loving our neighbor as the Lord Jesus Christ has loved us. May God bless you and your families.